Hello, G2. Hello. So, um, my name is Ben Sinclair, and I'm married to Catherine, who you may have seen anchoring last week, and we've got a little girl called Scarlett. We've been coming to G2 for about six years, and my thing today is about seeking contentment um, wherever you find yourself in the circumstances God has placed in your life. And I'd like to tell you a story and share a verse. So, um, I found my calling working as a doctor with some of the most vulnerable people um, who are most deprived in the world. And um, recently I've been uh, working in prison for the last couple of years as GP. And I'm working in this uh, high security prison here called Full Sutton. And I want to tell you about, I'll tell you a story about this really intriguing prisoner I met. Uh, I have to call him Mr. X, I can't, I can't tell you his name for security reasons. Um, but uh, he's a really interesting guy, and he's an older prisoner. He's a Yorkshireman, really broad, and he's serving a life sentence to Her Majesty's pleasure uh, at Full Sutton Prison. And the first time I met him, it was apparent there was something different about this guy, and uh, a, a peace and a contentment about him. And it's quite unusual to find that in a, in a life prisoner, and he's probably going to die in prison. Now, I don't know what his crime was, or why he's categorised as high security, so he must have done something pretty bad in the past. And it's clear that his life is radically different from what it was when he was imprisoned, and, and now it's completely different. And that is all to do with an encounter with Jesus that he had while he was in prison. And about six years ago, he did a Discovering Christianity course, and um, run by the chaplaincy, and he made a commitment to follow Jesus. And since then, his life and how he is is so different. Um, now he finds fulfilment in working in the Braille workshop, trying to help people by turning novels into Braille books for blind people to read. And um, he's 67 and he's still turning up to work and getting satisfaction out of that, despite being 67. A lot of us could have retired by then. He's got ill health, he's still turning up to work. And he also writes beautiful poetry. And Every time I see him, he shares a Bible verse with me, which is really challenging for me, because I must say I don't do the same. Um, but he just is so full of scripture. And, uh, and he goes, hello, Doc, have you, have you read uh, Psalm 145? It's cracking. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and I must say, he puts me to shame, because I don't know all of the scriptures that he just, he just quotes. Um, and he has regular fellowship with believers through the prison prayer and through chaplaincy services. Um, it became clear that he was a believer when I offered him some treatment for high cholesterol and he told me that he was going to think and pray about it and get back to me. Now that's not the usual prison response. <laughs> Most of them will either tell you to F off if it's something they don't want or will, will just you know, be very fearful uh, of medicine that they, might get, they think they might get addicted to or they're worried about the side effects. They think somehow you're out to get them with the medicine. Um, but... Um, he came back and he told me he prayed about it and that uh, he felt a peace about it, he checked it with the Lord and it was okay. And again, that's just really not the usual prisoner decision-making process. Now, um, when I heard that, I, um, I, I thought I'm going to reveal something of my faith to this guy. And it's quite a challenging thing to do that uh, in any workplace, but especially in a prison. Because in prison, anything you reveal in your personal life can be used against you. Uh, to threaten you or to, uh, to try and you know, get one over on you or blackmail you, especially in high security. So 
Um, uh, for instance, the last doctor who did my job had to leave because he had threats against his family because he refused to prescribe addictive prescription medicines to people, and the drug dealers in the prison didn't like it, threatened his family, he had to leave. So I pray for protection every time I walk through the, the security gates. But when, when he revealed that, um, that he was a believer, and I, I told him what I was too, we prayed, and his face just lit up, and it was clear that he was so full of, full of Christ. And every time he comes to the doctor since we pray, um, which is amazing. Now the security department in the prison got a bit jumpy about this, and they had images of me kneeling on the floor with my eyes closed, uh, praying with this guy. And they came to me and said, we're very worried about your security. Uh, you know, he might steal things from the room, or you might get assaulted, uh, kneeling on the floor with your eyes closed. And I said, well, first of all, I never, I never shut my eyes in prison, because you've got to have eyes in the back of your head. And secondly, I don't pray kneeling on the floor. And um, they'd also had a word with my boss, who's fortunately also a Christian, and she totally understood. Um, and we wrote a policy about how to pray for patients in prison, uh, in the healthcare environment, which is pretty amazing. But, um, yeah, one of the things that, that about this guy is he, he shares psalms, and um, his favourite psalm is Psalm 37. And so I want to leave this with you, because he is a contented guy in difficult circumstances, and he's found contentment, and he's, you know, he's, he's full of God. So th- this psalm um, is behind me. And says, um, take the light in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, some people would think that this means that uh, we're going to get what we want from God. Other people might think that if we spend time with God, that he's going to implant in us his desires, and those things are, are going to become our desires. Either way, if we're spending time with God, it's going to be a good thing, because our desires are going to be realised, and we're going to find contempt in that way. Um, so... Really, um, this guy, he must have had some evil desire in his heart to end up in, in high security prison as a lifer. Somewhere along the way, his, his interaction with Jesus and that relationship with God has changed his heart. He's full of fantastic desires and contentment in difficult circumstances. So, it's a lifelong um, process of refining that we're going through. But I want to challenge you guys with a question that I'm supposed to leave you with. And... Um, so, um, you've got a few minutes on your tables. This doesn't have to be discussed, it could be in silence. But I want you to think about what are the desires in your heart right now and in your life circumstances, and are you contented with those? Um, and secondly, how can you take delight in God at this point in your life?